0: If you feel like this is not going to work out, break up with them now. Yes. Don't wait until the quarantine is over. Break up with them now. You're listening to Social Misfit. What's going on, Misfit? watching way too many singing videos on instagram i follow this account called they have the range and they're always doing a challenge and so this week they're doing a missy elliott challenge so you have to perform songs that she either performed on wrote or produced and so everybody is singing honey when you sitting in the house and all you doing is talking to yourself you're like i think i can sing you start thinking that you got talents that you don't have so I would always like in the back of my mind be like oh man I wish I could sing like I'm sure I can carry a tune but like sing like 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 from the from the depths of my bowels you know like just vibrations all through my body and then whenever I open my mouth even if it's just to like you know sing happy birthday at a birthday party or like sing you know um amazing grace at like somebody's funeral like it's the same level of Oh my God, she's singing. But you'll just have to settle for me saying, What's going on, Miss Misfits? There's no E in Misfits. But when you sang, when you a singer, you can put any vowel wherever you want it to be. You know what I'm saying? So another week. Of quarantine. I don't even know what week this is, but I've been in the house. This week has been the week that I have done as little as possible outside of the house, as far as like not going to the corner store, not going to the supermarket. This is the first week where I was just like, I'm not going anywhere but to walk my dog. And I did go today, Friday. Today, I did go to the Rite Aid because I had to... Okay, let me tell you something about this quarantine. Society, you put too much pressure on women to look a certain way, from hair to eyelashes to 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 lipstick to um, perfume, whatever it is, to nails and everything, to pedicure. You put too much emphasis on this class of, of beauty, this standard of beauty that... When we submit to it, for lack of a better word, you give us all this praise, right? But then now we're in a situation where we're quarantined and we can't keep the looks up. Okay, so you see how you setting us up, society? You want us to be on this level, but now we are sitting in the house with claws. My nails are like Freddy Krueger, y'all. They've done, they have these nails have groaned out. Not even grown out. They've groaned out. Okay. Like it's almost, mm, I would say like when you have to get a fill in or, or, you know, your nail bed grows down because you have like an enhancement on your nail, whatever it may be, a acrylic tip gel um powder, whatever it is, whatever your enhancement is, is like once it grows out, you can see, oh, bitch, you have enhancements on your nails. Because when you have a good set of nails, you could just like floss them, toss them, whip them, dip them. And people are like, oh, your nails are nice. They never question the validity of your nails. They will always question the validity of your hair. Okay. Because it's it's too um I guess it's too big as far as like size wise, like I'm going to notice some hair, you know, a nail. I can get into it, but I'm not into it. I'm not like into the cuticle to see if there's an enhancement. So I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt and just say, I like your nails, assuming like uh, they're all yours because I don't have the time to speculate. Right. Because I just saw whip, whap, whap. But if you have fake hair, you can spot that from across the room, across the street. And as I get closer to you, I have no choice but to inspect the validity of that hair. So that's why you get called out on your hair enhancements more than you will ever get called out on your nail enhancements. But when you've been sitting in the house, okay, when you've been sitting in the house, for four or five weeks, okay, and when you sat in the house, your nails was already about to be due two weeks from that day. So now you was already up, already in the window of being due, right? And now you home for five additional weeks. Your nails is past due, done. Did don't they done groaned? all of that, all of that, that I just said, that's how these nails, this, 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 that's how this voyage with these nails have been. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my nail technician. Cassie is amazing. Okay. Whenever I get my nails done, I post them on my story and I tag her in it. Um, I don't want to get it wrong, but, um, I think it's like R L M nails is her Instagram, but if you have any questions, I'll I'll put her thing in the description of this um, episode. If you want to get your nails done in Brooklyn, New York, once we're done with all of this shit, right? Um, also, the good thing about her is that she works in a private, like a private studio. So there's nobody else there. It's just you and her. So if you're worried about Corona after this, you, it's just you and her in the studio and everything is wiped down after every person anyway. Okay. So... My nails look good. Okay. But they're so overdue that now they're in jeopardy of hindering anything else that I can do when it comes to my hygiene. Let me listen. Okay. I'm just saying, wash my hair. I said all that to say, I can't wash my hair with these nails, which is true. I can wipe my ass. I can shower. I can shave. I can brush my teeth with these nails, but it's time for me to wash my hair. And because my nails are so grown out that my hair would get tangled in the gap where the enhancement is, you know, grown down. The women know what I'm talking about. Men, I can't explain it to you. So I got to get these nails off. So I had to put on my homemade bandana mask, go to my timeline on Instagram or on Twitter. I posted a video on how you can make your own do-it-yourself free but not free, but almost free, um, and no, no glue, no, no sewing, none like that. Um, filter for a banana mask. It's basically you just take the bandana, you fold it in half in a triangle. You take a coffee filter, you slide it in between. You can use a paper clip to help, like, uh, make like a little bridge on the coffee filter so that you could have more space in the nose. And that's it. Anyway, so I put that on and my, you know, my hand sanitizer in my pocket and, you know, my gloves and all of this. And it's cold and windy. It's like really windy today. And so I'm like, I got to go. I got to weather the storm. I got to go out there in a world of Corona to get some fucking acetone to take my nails off. This is the, this is what I'm saying about the standard of beauty, y'all. Do you see all the things that we have to go through in a pandemic because you make us step up and subscribe to this unrealistic idea of beauty? Having our hair done and our nails done and our toes done, like all of this Botox fillers. I don't get that, but I'm just saying women do, you know, because you want them to have these rosy cheeks and high cheekbones and all this other bullshit, you know? And so this is what I'm saying. You make us do all of this shit or we or we agree to partake in the fallacy of all of this. And now in the midst of a pandemic, your expectations have me going to Rite Aid in a pandemic to get some acetone to take off these fake fucking nails that y'all like so much. Oh, I know. Right. Speaking of expectations, you have a lot of time to reflect when you're home in quarantine. I know I have. And I just thought about like what I would have been doing if this wasn't happening. Right. So I talk about like enhancements because I know in my book, I write about whether or not it's, you know, we should really stop shaming women who get plastic surgery and what are the benefits emotionally, all the other stuff um, or lack thereof. So I weigh both sides, but I think a lot of times we never really weigh both sides. It was just, you would shame a woman if she got enhancements, especially if she was black, you would question her blackness about, you know, well, you're not really down if you don't love all your features. And it's like my blackness shouldn't be called into question if I don't like a feature about myself. So anyway, so I had always thought for so long that I would never get like plastic surgery, because, you know, I was like, I'm a strong black woman. I love my body. It is the way it is. You're going to love it. You're going to leave it. God made me this way. And then, and then um I started thinking like, well, I've done so much over the course of my life to try to lose weight or be, or get the gold body. And I've always fallen short. Now, does that mean that I'm a failure Or does that mean that my goal is not realistic and that's okay for it to not be realistic? And there are things that you can do to achieve your goal. And also, you know, it's an enhancement. So I thought about it and I was like, I can never, I can never, you know, I'm standing firm. I'm never going to get plastic. So, but then as I got older and I was like, I got other shit to do to try to lose this last 20 fucking pounds. Like I got things to do. These last 20 pounds, you're holding me up. I got to go. I got my coat on, my keys in my hand. I got my hand on the doorknob. I'm ready to fucking go. And I can't leave the fucking house because 20 pounds is acting up. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's time for me to just Embrace enhancements and realize that it is not an indicator of my value or my merit or my or my whatever else you want to say that you say about a person who you think is dope or whatever. Um, And so I started making calls to plastic surgeons. I want to say November of last year. And before that, what I did was I had created an account on this site called, I think it's called Real Self. I know, I know. Isn't that, like, ironic? I made an account, and pretty much it's kind of like, it's kind of like just a really massive portal where people, um, Patients or future patients or prospective patients can ask questions. They can get quotes on. It's like car. It's like Carfax. That's really what it is. It's like no. It's like KBB. It's like Kelly's Blue Book. I'm dead ass. That's what the fuck this shit is like. Real Self is like Kelly's Blue Book for plastic surgery. Yes. And so if you know what Kelly's Blue Book is, it is a car blue book or whatever you call it. It's a car. like classifieds in and, and any way. So if you want to buy a car, sell a car, um, or just ask questions about a car, see the value of a car, like all the things that you would do that help you decide whether or not to get this car or like put you in the direction of getting this car, yes, is on Kelly's Blue Book. So that's the same thing as real self. I just double checked it, real self. It's The same thing. So you log in, you tell them what you um, like are considering getting work done on. You, um, you can email doctors that pop up within your search and your filter, and you can ask them questions about their prices. You can get a consultation. And then if you decide to go with them, you go with them, right? Whatever. So it, yes. So I did all of that. And I thought, okay, well, I'm about to have a book come out. It's called Fuck Your Diet. You know, it is about embracing who you are and being unapologetic about, you know, whatever you choose to do with your life, you know, being more autonomous when it comes to your idea of beauty and all this other stuff. And I'm about to go get plastic surgery before. Like I can't get plastic surgery before because I feel like that's like being a super fraud, you know? Um, so then I was like, okay, I'll, if, if. If I'm going to do it, if I'm serious about getting plastic surgery, I'm going to do it after my book comes out. So that way I don't have to, you know, like have the discussion around it until I'm ready to have the discussion around it, which for the, for, I mean, as you see now, like I would always admit if I had plastic surgery, I'm not going to hide and act like, Ooh, I just got a really good trainer. And I didn't, you know, eat six small meals a day and I do my meal prep and my, I wouldn't do that. And, and there is a whole host Hosts, hosts of men and women, um, but mainly women who have had some sort of plastic surgery enhancement, a bazillion butt lift, tummy tug, liposuction, ice sculpting, breast implants, back fat removal, all of that, all of that, v- vaginal rejuvenation, all of that. And they come back being like, it's just my diet. I just was eating good. It was just my diet. Like, bitch, you uh, drinking celery juice, tighten your labia up. Girl, if you don't stop playing around with me. So... I, I I knew that I wanted to be honest, but I didn't want to be rushed because if I had, if I, you know, tried to, I would have rushed the process of finding a, a reputable surgeon that felt, I felt matched my energy and my needs. So I will be rushing that process, which is, which is not a good idea just to have surgery. And then, you know, after you have surgery, they tell you, you can't really do anything, um, for like, two weeks hardcore. So like the first week, if you fly to a doctor, so if I was looking at a doctor in Miami, then I, after my surgery, I will be required to stay there for an additional week because I'm, fresh out of surgery and they got to check your wounds again so already week one and two you down you were down for the count you can travel after like you know seven to ten days or whatever the doctor uh prescribes as far as like flying and then you're still going to be like laid out and so it's about a good like six weeks to even get to the point where you are like you know able to bend over and touch your toes and or you know lift up anything, make anything a little heavy. So you don't strain yourself like six, six weeks is when you could start like, you know, testing out your, your, your strength. And so I was like, there's no way I can get surgery in November and in six weeks. And then I'm still, you know, I'll be coming out that six week, uh, you know, vulnerable red zone. And, um, I said, no, I have to wait until that's my book comes out. And so my book comes out and, you know, I'm doing my book tour and I'm you know wearing all these cute outfits shout out to uh I want to say Chacha Lopez I go by I always go by people's Instagram names I'm like Chacha Lopez Jeremy it's his real name And, um, and, you know, I was looking cute and getting compliments and I had a, you know, a new wig, you know, y'all saw the wig. I had a new wig that was popping and, you know, curls bumping, hair flowing and new outfit and, you know, nice little undergarments. Good. So I'm sucked in good because I learned my lesson from the tonight show. And then I was like, you know what? The body that I have to do all of this stuff to replicate, like the thing, the body that I have to suck, tuck and, you know, scooch in and zip up that body that I got to do all of that work for, that's the body that I want naturally. Well, not naturally, but that's the body that I want from wake up, put both feet on the floor, right? And so I thought that's not that's not a stretch. Like that's not so far removed from what my body currently looks like but in order for me to reach that goal I I need a little bit of help from from science and God because you know the proportion the tone and you know all of that stuff ain't gonna happen just from you know eating more kale and and sleeping nine hours a night and doing light to moderate cardio I don't really push myself as you hear um so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm feeling comfortable. I'm feeling even more comfortable. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it for myself. You know, it's something that will just, you know, it'll make me happy and I don't have to explain that, you know? And I was, um, I called the doctor and I really liked his vibe and we had a really good consultation and, you know, he was like, Oh, you got to do, you know, put down your deposit and we'll figure out a date that works for you. Cause in my mind, I'm still trying to figure out when I'm going to get it done because I was going to be, um, going on my book tour, coming back, then going on the road, doing, um, colleges again. But like at now as a speaker and author of the book and, um and then, you know, make my way to LA and, you know, start to look for a place in LA and all this other stuff. We'll get to that more. And so I'm still trying to figure out when I can get this surgery. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to put down that deposit and I will just figure out the date. And then something was like, you know what? hold off on a deposit, you know, because you really, really have no idea when you could get it done. So like really just, just, just do it when you're ready. And I was like, okay, fine, but I I want to be ready because I'm also trying to plan. I'm also thinking about my year down the line. I'm like, okay, so, and you know, on the summertime, I want to, you know, I want to look cute on the beach on the summertime. So if I get it done now, or you know, if I get it done around this time, then I'll be healed up enough where I can actually have a nice bathing suit and go to the beach, you know, um, this summer. And then of course I, I can't get it done in in September or the fall because my birthday is is in December and I'm turning forty and I. Really really wanted to be healed up by then so I could look really nice for my 40th birthday party this is me planning ahead this is me planning ahead okay this is me planning ahead and saying if you don't ever think about it again understand that God lasts when you make plans you hear all the fucking plans I had all the fucking plans I had my life planned out to the end of the damn year and and all of that shit is in the fucking ether so I'm still I'm still like, okay, well when can I really get it done? All right, fine. So then I was like, you know what? You're gonna get it done sooner than later, but just don't put the deposit down now because you wanna you wanna carve out the time where you can put down the deposit and pick your date at the same time. But it will be sooner than later. So I was like, All right, Chloe girl, I got you. Okay. Then um then I had um some like other, um, financial responsibilities come up. And it was like, you know what, let me just take care of all of this stuff now. You're like, now don't like, don't even, don't even try to like pay it over a period of time. No, who needs installments, girl, just pay the whole thing. Now you got it, you got it now and you'll be good. And you can, now you won't feel bad about spending the money on something that's a luxury because all your necessities are taken care of. Right. So I say all that to say, I just thought, oh my gosh, if, We were not sitting in the house right now because of a a a once-in-a-lifetime pandemic. I would be on the fucking men. I would be walking around snatched up with my new body, okay, and feeling my fucking self, and I would be um, interviewing prospects for my new, much younger boyfriend, all right? I would have been thirst-trapping on the gram, Yes, I'll be going out on stage performing in a fucking uh, a, a baby, a baby tank top like, you know, that Mariah Carey tank top she had on when she had her mental breakdown. It was like a rainbow on it. I don't know, like the heartbreaker, like that heartbreaker, um, that heartbreaker video, like her little, little baby, baby tank tees. I be going out on stage and one of them shits right the fuck now. You hear me? April 10th, 2020 in the alternative universe of this America of which we reside. There is no coronavirus and I'm strutting around in my new fucking tank top. That's what I thought about today. (laughs) That's what I thought about today. I was like, man, oh man, how did I end up on this right turn? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's like when you have alternate universe, um, theory, right? And there's there's infinite versions of you in all these other universes that run parallel to this one. And so each time you make a decision, your life drastically alters. So I'm thinking like, what moment, what, what was my moment where my life went from, bitch, you gonna have that new body by July to this version that I am like, bitch, you gonna be sitting in the fucking house with the rest of America, you know, cause you, cause you, uh, because you ate this potato chip instead of that piece of piece of celery you see you ate that fucking potato chip bitch you was bragging to everybody about how you was going back back plan-based and you was feeling good and you was uh, going to be focusing on your your social life and you know going out and socializing but you did some shit when you ate a potato chip bitch when you were supposed to eat a piece of fucking celery and your life split into fucking hairs and you are now in that universe where you stuck in a fucking house because of that little butterfly effect fucking piece of wavy potato chip that's what i thought about today yep that's what i thought about today so just think about where where, what you could have been doing where you could have been right i know i know all right enough with corona stuff I mean that was a, that was a light gloss over Corona, but just the thought of it. Um, I actually wrote down some things that I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. First of all, I definitely just did all three parts. It's so funny because the last thing, the last thing on my to-do list to do list of things to talk about is exactly everything I started with. Um, tummy tuck. What I was supposed to be doing. Check. Tummy tuck. Check. L A. Check. Right. Um. This was something petty I wrote down. You know, there's a lot of couples who are together who quarantined together during this time, and they didn't. They didn't really know what they were getting themselves into, or they didn't really, really uh, realize like how they we was all going to be in a fucking house. And so, I would say to them, if you feel like this is not going to work out, break up with them now. Yes, don't wait until the quarantine is over. Break up with them now. So that y'all can start the healing process, okay? So that, therefore, unto which, when this quarantine shit is over, you ain't got to go through that, that first level of hostility. And that means that you will both be closer to recovery so that then you can go out and date again and give it another shot. Because there's a lot of single people out here, myself included, who... Don't want to have to wait for y'all to keep lingering up this dead ass relationship so that this new person can enter my dating pool. Do you understand? Yeah. You know, now, you know, now that this shit ain't going to work out. Okay. And we may be quarantined in the house for another four to six to eight weeks. We don't fucking know. We don't know. I'll probably say six weeks. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like New York will come out in about like maybe another four weeks because we started sooner than everybody else but if you're doing a, a a total tally of like week to week, America as a whole is going to be in quarantine for at least the next six weeks. That's my thoughts on that. Um, so like, if you know that this is not the person for you, okay, I'm telling you break up with them now, break up with them now. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to have to wait. I don't want to, I don't, I can meet that person. I can meet that person realistically. Like, two months from now because y'all done went through the shit already so if you break up t- if if I meet this new person who's out of a relationship two months from now that means that he had already been out of a relationship for like two months right versus him still being in that relationship and I don't meet him like for another four, four, four months you know because you got to add up the other two so that's what I'm saying like listen break up with them now rip that fucking band-aid off so your healing can be again and so us single folks or even people who are in relationships and realize that that's not the person for them it's just so that we can kind of you know find our way to our our mate to the partner we're supposed to have a little bit sooner don't hold up the fucking process okay Don't hold up the process because if you're going to stay in a relationship and want to break up when this shit is over because, you know, you don't want to go through the the healing process together, then basically what you're really saying is like you don't give a fuck about the rest of us, you know, because we out here. We out here and we ready to meet people because you've been in the fucking house. So now I got to wait for you to go through the motions with your relationship. That's not fair to us. Break up with them now. Break up with them now. Release them release them so they can be free when they walk out of that house when quarantine is over the the weight of that relationship is already lifted off their shoulders so that when they come past me they know what to do that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying all right break up with them now check that off all right here's a little bit of uh here's a little bit of politics that i thought was kind of interesting, I read an article today uh translation I read a tweet that had a headline in it today that Obama is about to uh dust off his vocal cords and come out here and speak on behalf of Joe biden right and that made me realize that. They really not friends like that. They really not friends like that. Because like, if that's your friend, 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 if that's your friend, 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 you are banging pots and telling people about them from the dough. Once your friend, 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 Says, yo, I think I'm gonna run for president. Yo, you uh before they can even do it, you already put in their uh their campaign announcement on your timeline. Like, ladies and gentlemen, my best friend, friend friend is running for president. I'm so proud of them. Please support my friend, friend, friend. Before they can even have their press conference, the the friend, friend, friend is already it's bragging on a friend, friend, friend. So that's when I realized that Obama and Biden are not friend, friend, friends like that because a friend, friend, friend is going to do what you need them to do and more without you asking them from day one. But Obama was like, "Mm, let me see how this goes because I know he could use my help, but like, I don't really want to have to help him unless I absolutely have to help him. Because if I pick somebody else over him, it makes me look bad because he may actually win. And then my my reputation will be tarnished in the public eye because I was against the guy who ended up being the next democratic president after myself, you know? And so that shows like a level of like lack of loyalty and friendship. So he was like, I cannot risk my reputation right now, I'm gonna wait until he's a sure thing. And then I will speak up and act like he's my friend, friend, friend. But I see you, Obama. I see you, Barack Barack. I see you, Barry. I see you. I see you. And it's okay. We all do it. We all do it. You know what I'm saying? We all do it. But I, 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 I noticed that little, that was a little tea that I picked up. I was a little tea that I picked up. I seen you, I see you. You know what I'm saying? You was trying to make it. You was like, "Yo, I got a Miguel. It's better be a sure thing." I get you. I get you, Miguel. That's your name, Barack and Miguel. You know, make sure it's a sure thing. Put that together, Miguel. That's your new name, Miguel. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, this has been a fun little kiki. and thank you. I just want to thank all of you who, um, who have. Signed up for my Patreon. I have a couple folks who joined in. If you uh, pick any of the top two levels, you see all of the videos. Oh, no, that's not true. I'm lying. Um, if you if you join any of the levels, including the, the smallest level to the largest level, you get to see all of the bonus footage, bonus episodes of this podcast and the videos to these regular po- podcast episodes. And just to let you know, I have, um, I think, two or three bonus copies I have two or three bonus, um, episodes already up on the Patreon. Plus I have videos for all of the video for all of the podcasts on there too. So, um, thank you for supporting me on Patreon. Thank you for tuning in with me every week when I go live with, uh, Yamanika on Mondays and Fridays. Thank you for buying my book or telling people about my book. Thank you for, um, you know, just sending me a DM or liking my pictures and my posts and telling people about me I appreciate every one of you so with that said be safe okay just have fun just have fun and like give yourself just like the shits and giggles of like what is my other me doing you know that's like like what is my other me doing I would love to know what they're doing right now like when was that moment what was that was it popcorn what was it popcorn over an apple for them because I know it was definitely that potato chip over celery I was probably at the cellar and there late one night and one of my homies ordered some buffalo wings and I was like oh can I have one of the chips and that fucking chip is while I'm sitting here that chip is while I'm sitting here okay (laughs) Figure out your other life. Let me know what you think it is. I would like to hear that as well. So you can email me or DM me what you think your other you is doing right now. Um, Like I said, all of that before, thanks for hanging out with me. You guys have been great. Be safe. Love yourself. Tell people you love them. And think about how you could make the world a better place. I don't know. I'm high. I love you guys. Bye.